Hey, welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast where sisters Alex and Sarah Franklin bring on comedians to recap Bachelor episodes and reflect on their own journey with Bachelor Nation. Enjoy! Welcome back for week three on Trust the Bachelor Process. Guys, this week, um, Alex is flu ridden and couldn't be with us. She's she's fine. She's going to pull through. But I'm so excited <laughs> in her place. Um, and don't worry, she has some message to share with everybody. But um, in her place, we have the hosts of the Table Flipping podcast, Alyssa Lippman and Taylor Mishak. Ladies, welcome. Woo, thank you for Hello. <laughs> sorry, we're we're uh, sharing a mic, so sorry if I cut uh, Taylor off by passing the mic. My bad already. Mistakes out the gate. Okay. Mistake, yeah, it's better to just address it up top, you know, so like no one feels awkward. Um, okay, guys, so I want to talk about table flipping for a minute because so it so the idea around it is to focus on women in reality TV and how complicated women are. And, it, you know, it seems like you know, we're always trying to write female characters and all that, but it's like, we just, we get so much realness from them on reality as well. So how'd you guys kind of like come up with this whole concept and yeah. We both were like over texting each other every week about every reality we show, we watch, we do Bravo, we do MTV, we do everything. And then I kind of just realized that there's a lot of formative female reality characters that shaped the way that I view what it means to be a woman in all aspects like a Lauren Conrad or Tyra Banks Taylor did an episode about as well um and a lot of people have come out of the woodwork and said like oh my gosh I was you know so informed by ANTM growing up or whatever it yeah. is and we come on and sort of like unpack what we're getting out of reality shows um, that we may not see in other female characters that are more written what, what do you think Taylor is that an accurate description that is an accurate description <laughs> I also I always tell people it's so exciting to talk about like we live in LA we both work in the industry as we say um, which is annoying, but uh, <laughs> no, it's it's, 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 it's always silly to be like, I, I, every time I leave Los Angeles and I'm like, the industry, it's like, that's so silly to say. But anyway, that we have so many fun conversations where we're holding TV in this like really high regard and mm. we will, there's like college courses about the character Tony Soprano and like the significance that the Sopranos and Breaking Bad and Mad Men and these like talking about all of these really cool fictional characters and the way they've changed TV. And I'm like, well... Teresa Judice has like also changed TV though. And like, but we don't talk, we don't get to like sit there and really analyze it and like get to revere it in the same way. So it's kind of fun to just talk to people working in TV about how Real Housewives or The Bachelor or Are You the One has shaped the way they view story and female characters. Yeah. And it's just like kind of cool. And like to let people talk about it in a way that's not so apologetic and like, oh, it's my guilty pleasure. Blah. Like I love people right. just being like, I love 
Stassi Schroeder. Nothing, actually, her specifically, like nothing will bond me to a person more than like, <laughs> who I like idolize as Stassi. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's it's just like cool to get to talk about those people and celebrate them in a way that's not as like ooh guilty pleasurey. It's so true. Yeah, and it's uh, I feel like especially with Housewives, you're covering like a wider range of women and seeing more of their you know life and everything than you may get in like a traditional written script or whatever it is you yeah know, so oh, awesome well everyone has to check it out what day do your episodes come out every thursday mm-hmm. every thursday um awesome so i now i want to talk about your histories with the bachelor many of you probably recognize Alyssa, or if you're a longtime listener who's been on a few times she famously was rejected by peter in yes. middle school yes <laughs> I have a lot to say this season. But let's ask Taylor how she came to The Bachelor first, because I actually don't know this. Oh. Oh, I, gosh. The first time I watched it is because I was visiting my grandmother during Caitlyn's season, and I was visiting her literally the night that she, like, banged three guys. (laughs) And I was like, I'm sorry, what is this show? And it was just something that my grandmother was watching and my aunt was watching and they talked about. I love it. And I had heard of it, like, on, you know, of course. But I was, like, watching less. This was probably when I was in college, I guess. Like, I had been watching less, uh, like, live network TV like that. And, but once Caitlin was like, what? I'm not gonna, I gotta, like, test drive the car before I buy it. I was like, this is my show what a, that is I, I actually you might be the first person I've ever met that came on during Caitlin Bristow season like a really? lot of people tuned in right after with Ben Higgins that's mm. like the majority that we get or like we're in it like much longer but Caitlin is one of my both mine and Alex's all-time favorite seasons ever oh, yeah just it was a big gotcha moment for me I it was, was like, huge oh, she was like the first like those girls from Crystal season were like the wave of girls who started making careers off Instagram after being on The Bachelor mm. and she totally changed the game she like completely opened up the like whatever the curtain if you will <laughs> to behind the scenes and like was the first time they ever openly talked about sex like yeah. that. Uh, yeah, from her, at least a, a female perspective, deal. right? Because the, the yeah. um, fantasy suites had always right. been a part of the show, but it was always very coy and like kind of tongue-in-cheek, and like it would just be implied the next morning that they had like kissed and whispered. Yeah. And she was like, <laughs> yeah. I fucked yeah. And it was like, good for you. And America is shocked, and it was so crazy. I was like, this is... This is my kind of girl. Uh, uh. Caitlin walked so Peter could run, right? It's so true. I just described Peter today as the Ben Higgins who fucks. Like that. Absolutely. He's like the perfect man, but now he's like even more desirable because we like picture him in the windmill every time he's on screen. And there was something a little Ken doll-like about Ben, you know, where you just like. The perfect Ben. Like an active dick you know like right. what Peter is, is using it and Ben is just like so was so cute and handsome and polished and just like smooched he was just like Peter I don't like, know I love you out. and I love you and I guess I love you too I don't know yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like freaked out yeah um okay what do you guys think of Peter so far <laughs> Alyssa are you first of all are you okay <laughs> uh, it seems like he really likes to make out with girls and I don't understand where this horniness was when we were in seventh grade English reading where the fucking red fern grows I don't get it I don't why that get why the fucking book report on the giver we did didn't make him horny enough to make out with me 
but it's fine. I'm working through it. <laughs> and mostly I'm focusing on the roads in Agora Hills that he's driving on and shouting, that's where I did this or whatever while I'm watching the season. Yes. Um, I have to say up top that the Canyon Club where they went line dancing is where I had my bat mitzvah. Oh, my, Okay. <laughs> I'm so happy you brought this up. So it's the Canyon Club because as soon as, so if you've listened, if you've been listening or maybe if you even just tuned in this season, I am a huge country music fan. Yes. I love, and I love country bars and they just don't, I've never found one so in Los Angeles unclear, other than like Flaming Saddles. Yeah. Unclear if the Canyon Club actually does a line dancing night. Um, <laughs> okay. They might've just done it for the show. So I go, I was Googling Canyon bar, right. the Valley <laughs> and all I kept getting on Google was just like restaurants on like Laurel Canyon and Topanga Canyon, right. which for those who are not in Los Angeles are just like big roads that take you over the hills into the valley. Yes. So <laughs> I'm not in the line dancing scene. I have nothing against any kind of dancing. I think it's super fun. But um, I don't know if that was manufactured because the line dancing bar that you would go to from Agora had like a tragedy happen last yes. year. So um, they might have just like thrown that together for the show. I'm also seeing reasons why like Peter and I ran in different circles growing <laughs> up, um, such as line dancing. I will say that that scene started leaving the Westlake Village Inn, which is on Agora Road, driving to Van Nuys to buy cowboy boots and then okay. coming back to Agora Hills to go line dancing. This was a very like interesting setup to me because he made it. He was like, this is my hometown. I'm going to show you my hometown. No. And then they immediately buy fringe jackets and cowboy boots. And I'm just like, I've never known this I will in say L.A. Agora is like, there is a big horse community. I went to surf camp oh, when I was a kid in Malibu. And the kids who like grew up in Malibu used to be like, you're a hick because you're from Agora. Like, what do they teach you? Tractor driving there or whatever. Oh, my God. The Agora yeah. hillbillies. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> now, it's still a suburb of L.A. So I don't know how accurate that is just... I just think Malibu has like an elitist, you know, <laughs> complex and it's like a 10 minute drive from us. But Agora Hills is um, gorgeous. I have been. Yeah. Gorgeous. There is some like <laughs> sort of like old Agora. There's like ranches where people keep their horses. OK. And that kind of OK. Yeah. Wow. That's so interesting. What do you think of Peter Taylor? You know, honestly, my jury is still a little out because he makes okay. me feel I at first I had thought he was boring in Hannah's season. And then I was happily surprised when all of the sexual escapades in the windmill happened. And I was like, this is interesting. This is good TV. This How is fun. fun. Yeah. It still seemed like he seemed like real to me and not like a total douche or anything. But this season, I get, I swing back and forth so far because sometimes he's very sweet and he's this guy who's like, I just am trying to. I, I like your heart. I can see your heart. And I'm trying to make decisions in my heart. And he says heart a lot. And that mm. seems like a sweet boy Ben Higgins type yeah. thing. But he's also making out with everybody and being a little sleut already. Right. It kind of seems like he's connecting with too many people. And I think he's going to get in trouble for it. Well, yeah. do we think maybe? Well, yeah, I think we see that down the road. Do we think probably physical touch is his love language? <laughs> that's probably a really good point and, and I think that I then I guess like I don't trust that right away I'm like how could you be the sweet guy who's trying to have these like sweet heart to hearts and like he just like he's whispering to every girl and I think that I see one type and then when I watch him like picking them up by the butt and like throwing them against the wall 
I'm like, this seems like a different guy. So I think my jury is just still out because I'm still figuring him out. I think he's a little, as much as I think he's boring, I also guess I think he's complex is what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. I, I think most people are probably feeling the same way, myself included. I think in some of the more difficult situations he's been in so far, he's handled them well for the most part. This episode was a little interesting, but yeah, yeah but... I think he's done well, like managing the girls, I guess, if, you know, we have yeah, to say well, it that way. we've seen him in this episode talk about, I really think he is taking it so seriously and he is trying so hard to make sure what happened to Hannah doesn't happen to him. Yeah. And he cites that in this episode a couple of times. And I really buy it. I think that that really is a fear of his because he's like, I saw what Jed did to her and now I'm, I just want to make sure. And she blew it up. Like she, she kind of, you know, effed up her season. Yeah. Uh, and so. these girls are like all out of college and looking for jobs. So like, <laughs> yeah. and then like the Revolve fashion show happened. So it was like, okay, let me like interview yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, I just don't want to blow this chance. I've seen it be blown before. And I think he is such, he just like really thinks he could find his wife and he doesn't want to mess mm. up. I also think like, and we'll get into it, but he has dealt with so much crying already. And I think he might have had a mini breakdown at a certain point in this episode. So it's like, I'll give him some credit for There were across. so many tears yeah. <laughs> early on. I cannot believe. Okay. So there's a something I want to bring up right away. There's a rumor flying around right now. Um, and I typically don't try to like listen in on other Bachelor people's podcasts before we do ours because I don't want it to like inform my thinking but I had to seek out some information there's a rumor that he gets a girl pregnant on this season <gasps> oh my god which oh my god. which it would make this hands down the best season of the bachelor unequivocally i am oh my god this is unbelievable news this is like flying around the internet and they brought nick by all they brought it up on nick by all's podcast they were talking about it and i was like immediately i was like there's no way but then as i'm looking at these like you know how they're framing the season coming up and it's like he has sex before the fantasy suite. Sex is a big thing. And it's all, you know, just yeah. everything we know about him is like he's very sex positive. And at the very end, Chris Harrison is like, before you propose, there's something you should know. Oh, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, it? is that when he tells them someone's pregnant? What if it's a girl he's eliminated? Yeah. Uh, what if it's like the fourth girl to go, like the one of the last four? Right. That's kind of where my brain goes. Like, I am with your child. Yeah, I literally have chills. <gasps> <laughs> oh my god what glorious news I, what a time to be alive I mean I'm, I'm so happy I pray I pray I pray that it's true I don't know I haven't read reality TV or re reality Steve like I don't I don't even know if that's even information that they would ever like I imagine if that happened that Bachelor producers would and just everyone involved in the show would know that this is like the best ending that could ever happen and would put like that girl is probably living underground right is now. Is that why his mom is like crying? <laughs> oh my God. Peter goes on The Bachelor, ruins his whole life. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is insane. I'm not going to even be able to like sleep. Tonight. I know. I'm it's so been, I've, I've texted everyone I've known, I know. Like I've just like, it's been like a day about this information and that's why wow. I like, 
I went on Nick Viall's podcast and was like, all right, has anyone brought it up? And they did. And I was like, this is crazy. So did Nick bring it up as a rumor he read about or something no, that he might have been privy to? He didn't. It was like his producer. I forget the girl that's like on the podcast with him. She brought it up. And she was like, this is a rumor flying around. I've oh, seen on the internet. People are talking. A rumor if it wasn't true. I know. <laughs> That's what now I'm thinking. Like, what are you for? I know. It's hard for like how that would just come out of thin air. It would have to just come from something. Oh, my gosh. Because, I mean, look. Okay. <laughs> this is this is getting serious. But, look. One, in, really one in five women in this country, I think, that's a statistic, have had an abortion. So, mm-hmm. likely, likely. No, no, no. Um, separate thought from Taylor. <laughs> I'm going, I'm digging my own hole over here. <laughs> we're going, we're going in a no, different No, no, no. I was going to say, you know, probably more than likely somebody has had an abortion as a, ba- as a bachelor contestant, I would imagine. Um, right. In the history of the show. It, right. And just in the history of their lives. And yeah. 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 And or like from hooking up with anyone on the show, maybe not the yeah. bachelor, but. Um, well, actually, Jade and Tanner, the first they have talked about this. The first time that they hooked up in paradise, she got pregnant. Whoa. And she miscarried. Uh, yeah. So she like talks very sad. openly about that. So you're right. I mean, I'm so, sure this has happened. However, I will say and we've talked about this a little bit. Peter and his family are pretty religious. Mm-hmm. So, and it seems like most of the women on the show are equally as serious about their faith. Yeah. So I would imagine it's a situation where that probably wouldn't be an option, which would truly make this the most dramatic season ever. Ever. <laughs> Honestly. Truly ever. Ever. I, <laughs> well, it would have to happen. I'm really like, my she, wheels are a turn. She's just like staring off. Like, I, I am really like believe. staring off into space. I'm just like completely... <laughs> My brain is just taken over by this information. And I'm thinking now, so let's say in an ideal world, Chris Harrison comes to him right before the proposal and says we have information. We're talking three weeks since uh, post-inception, correct? So that would be... I, I literally have chills right now. Like- <laughs> I like, do not even think that's a fantasy suite, right? Right. That's a pre-fantasy oh, yeah. suite, sperm meeting the egg, which we can... I, I am... That's awesome. Right. But that means it's just like some hookup pre. Well, I think it's pretty clear. I think they've made it clear that he has sex yes. before yes. fantasy Because he's like telling several girls that he's been intimate with other girls. <laughs> on the show. Like it's not just the top four or three. It's like him. It's like him on a group date. Like, yes, I've, I've been intimate with some of you. Like, he's please been, yeah, raise your hand. It's such a sexual season. So if we are to assume, if, if he gets this information while the show is shooting, it means it's one of those incidents he's like she comes back and she's like i'm pregnant and he's like i don't know what to tell you touches my love language <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> okay <laughs> oh my goodness um all right well quick transition and i think it's the perfect one because when you're pregnant a lot of women, you know, have to take vitamins. And, you know, right now we are almost a full month into 2020, which means it's time to revisit our New Year's resolutions. And, you know, who's keeping up so far, right? Have an internal check. I can assure you that the one that I'm taking seriously this year is living a healthier lifestyle, which includes my daily vitamins from Ritual. 
while they're not, I'm not taking prenatal, they do have those available. Rituals 2, easy to take capsules, provide nine nutrients that women need to support a strong foundation for their health. And a bonus is that they smell amazing. The subscription is so easy to start, you guys. In just a few short steps, $1 a day, you get all of your essential nutrients delivered straight to your door every month. Better health just doesn't happen overnight. And right now, Ritual's offering our listeners 10% off during their first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essentials for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com slash trust to start your ritual today. That's 10% off for your first three months at ritual.com slash trust. Okay, so the first group or the first one-on-one date actually they go to this bar where you had your bat mitzvah yes the canyon club the canyon club my, my oscar themed bat mitzvah where my centerpieces were movies like blue crash and miss congeniality <laughs> <laughs> so. so they didn't have the mechanical ball no that i've never seen that before yeah i'm kind of mad about it yeah um, I was thinking back because, as I said, I'm a fan of country music. I was really upset. I was, like, in line when Luke Combs was coming to um, – what theater is it? The Greek Theater. It's going to the Greek, and I was, like, in line for, like, 10 hours, like, online in the waiting list, and it was sold out. And I was like, I don't know how this could have sold out because I don't know anyone in L.A. that listens to country music. And then I figured it was maybe after seeing this, it was, like, everyone from Agora Hills. <laughs> yeah, very possible. <laughs> Do you guys like Victoria P? I wrote down, and this is just during her first part of the one-on-one date when they were at the country club. Is that what it is? Uh, it's just called the Canyon Club. But <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's too dirty to be a country club. I think she it like could not be more beautiful or less memorable. <gasps> like she's just so, wow. she just was like a, she's just so beautiful. I thought she would like her laugh is so cute. Her expressions are so cute. And she's just like a Barbie doll. I think she's, it's like undeniably beautiful, but I found her incredibly plain. I think that she at, at, there was so much more depth to her as a person. And we see that in later in the one-on-one, but as far as having some sort of spark with her, it was kind of hard for me to buy because she was just so while stunning, just incredibly vanilla. Yeah, it's fair. Her story is compelling. Yeah. Yeah. The first thing I thought when she was saying that was like, she's like, I grew up in a shelter, like very sad, very serious, like such a strong person to overcome this. And I'm literally thinking to myself, Peter lives in the Westlake Village house that he, he grew up in and drives a Mercedes and like has no idea what to say. You know? Well, like, it reminded me of when Christina on Nick Vial season yeah, was yeah. like, I ate lipstick. I ate lipstick. It's like, holy moly. And it's the same situation where she is not only, she's so breathtakingly naturally yeah. gorgeous, but also yeah. so put together. So that was what was surprising to me about Victoria, too, was like not only was she stunning, but she she seems as if she has comes from Peter's background yeah. because she, well, especially being in pageants. Yeah, she's in pageants. She has this like just she's so manicured and beautiful and groomed. So she and it just seems so classy. And uh, it just seemed I was shocked to hear that she came from such a crazy background. I loved it because she was and I liked the way she talked about it, it wasn't too. Um, she it was like she wasn't seeking pity. She was just like, this is my experience. And it's tough to do that in front of people on 
camera. So I I did love all of that. Yeah. But I just thought it was it sounds weird to say I love all of that, but I did. I loved all her depth. <laughs> well, it's yeah. I mean, it's like it just informs the person that she is. Yeah. So, so she felt like a more of a whole person yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah. But at the same time, I still was like, I don't know. I think that this is making you much more interesting, and, and it gives you this whole background and stuff. But still, just you guys on that date just seemed like you were kind of just like <laughs> we're dancing. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, there's no Madison connection. <laughs> I also was kind of like, does she say that to? I mean, look, I get an argument for both sides, but like maybe she thought I won't have another one on one with him. But I'm like, this is a lot this early on. Yeah, you know? I know it. It is so true, but I, I, I think you're right. I think that just if you if you watch the show, you know that like if there's something you need to say, you yeah. better say it because it like it. it it's not fun if they hear it at the pool party. You know, True. like they don't need to hear your sob story and at the pool she party. she has the burden, right? Because when we, when we get to this part of each date, there's this end of the spectrum where the, your sob story is like Victoria's and it is in fact very real and a very profoundly, you know, impactful story and this like very heavy thing for Peter to digest. Or you can be like that girl on Colton season who was like, I don't know. I just like hanging out with my friends and I don't really have anything like bad to she? say. And he he kicked her off in the middle of a group date. He was like, you aren't taking this seriously. Leave. And she, I was like, homegirl just doesn't have any like bad thing to say about her life. Also, she's 22. Like yeah. give her eight seconds and she'll have some sort of trauma. So I feel like <laughs> there's those there's those two ends of the spectrum during this like part of every date. I and know. I think that poor Victoria was burdened with like having this crazy story and being one of the earlier one dates. Of the first so she probably dates. knows. And I bet a producer was nudging her like, who knows the next yeah. time exactly what you're saying. Who knows the next time you're gonna get this one on one time? I know. It's <laughs> I loved that girl. I truly don't remember her name. I think it was something like Caitlin, but from Colton Season. And in her yeah. ITM, she was just like I like I don't know what you want me to say. Nothing bad's ever happened to me. I thought, yeah, I was like, how do I end? Up? I now I feel bad for this girl. She was like, I just really like hanging out with my friends and I like my job. And I'm like, oh my god! And she gets that's just, amazing. And he's like, and he was low key mean about it. Yeah, he was like you've got to go. Colton, I think, literally said something like, "I want someone that has something sad to say," which like is kind of funny to me because Cassie see like they are still together yeah they like she just seems like she grew up also very normal parents are loving to (laughs) to cassie was going on the bachelor and winning like that was like her that's probably her biggest like trauma at this point because she like kind of didn't want to win and then she did and she was like i don't know and now he's like i'm in love with you and And now she's like like your biggest trauma yeah Yeah, so sad i do think about her a lot um, yeah, I know. I ultimately agree. I think she'll probably be around for a while and then probably around like final six. He'll mm. be like, he'll like, you know, maybe, maybe final eight to final six. It'll start dwindling for Do that. Do you think that they will eventually bone? I don't know. She doesn't seem like the bone in type. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I think that, she, I think that she, she's going to be upset by other, other I think bone, there's boning a few, appointments. I think there's a few women who are super DTF. And then I think there are a few that are not here for that. Like, I don't think Victoria P is, I don't think Madison's here for that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if there's any virgins or like anyone that's like come out and said that. Isn't there a virgin or no? Maybe. I suspect that Madison is the virgin. If there is a, virgin. I think she like is the youngest and yeah, 
probably right yeah there is a virgin for okay. sure in the previews they're the, like i mean there has been to in be the, long and you haven't told him you're a virgin oh, okay. so that's, that's a that's a sound clip in the coming, oh okay coming okay soon. i haven't paid enough attention but then Get i think like the virgin pregnant yeah that would be amazing <laughs> taylor just did a spit take <laughs> i'm dark guys i like the darkness i like to see people ruin their lives on tv well here all right my thought i think peter clearly likes madison the most oh he's so clearly <laughs> So clearly. And I bet you that's who he wants to propose to. But I bet he got one of these other girls who are DTF pregnant, which to me is like Victoria F. Mm. Like she's ready to go. Hannah and Kelly. Oh, yeah. Hannah and Kelly. Kelly is so like Kelly's in his hotel room right now. Like, do do you guys think that they hooked up the night that they met? I, okay. I don't know because I think about this. I mean, we have no way of knowing. I feel like I would be. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I don't know. I don't have the answer. (laughs) I think that I would have expected it just sounding like, you know, where their night was going and all that. However, when Nick hooked up with what's her face and then she showed up on his season, they were very open about it. Yeah. And he's so open about hooking up. I know, but Peter, I don't think he would. I think if she's down, which she seemed like she might be to keep it a secret. And Peter has this more wholesome image and it might just, I don't know. There, there's just too much smirking going on. Yeah, and the they are a little like, sneaky. We didn't have that one conversation <laughs> in the hotel lobby. And I'm like, what are you, what did you talk about in the hotel lobby that's leaving you guys so smirky? Yeah, they so. are. The, you're, you are right. They definitely exchanged some looks for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Do you think that if he had met her on the show, she'd even like make it past week? No. <laughs> I feel like Alyssa's opinion. Yeah, I feel like Alyssa's opinion doesn't matter because she's jealous. But doesn't but doesn't that make it makes more sense, right? Because like he does seem to have this immediate chemistry with her, and I just think, and she is a little bit more reserved, and she's a little bit. Uh, she's. I don't know. I I think that there's more to the story than we're hearing. Mm, You're probably right. But I I mean, no point is. I think she's DTF. Yeah, like knowing Peter, probably right. He's got condoms in his car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which, uh, you know, you take his car away, immediately someone's knocked up. <laughs> I'm not going to get past it. I'm so sorry. They're, like, in the hotel. He's like, wait, where's my car? Real quick, I just have to run to my car. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> okay. All right, you brought up Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann and Kelsey, finally, finally. (laughs) Okay, so here's the thing. Not that I'm, like, really on anyone's side in this whole situation. No. Because it's, like, fucking dumb. And everyone's acting. They're just making their own moment, Kelsey's like, oh, so now this is about me. She goes, you didn't come and talk to me. And Hannah Ann so logically goes, you told me to stay the F away from (laughs) you. And without skipping a beat, Kelsey goes, oh, so now this is about me. (laughs) It's like, I wrote that down. I was like, is this, this is insanity. My highlight of the whole episode, I want a t-shirt. I want, I love it all so much is I don't even like champagne. She doesn't even like Like, it. I was screaming at my TV. I was like, do you hear yourself, woman? Huge plot It's very like, sorry, not to bring up Vanderpump Rules, but it's very Sheena being like, I don't even like flowers. I'm not materialistic. I don't even like kissing. I don't even like, (laughs) Rob and I are like not affectionate. Like, and it's like, you're not in a relationship is like, 
like what you're not. You know, I love like, Vanderpump, and there's so much Vanderpump Bachelor crossover. But yeah, that was a very like. I don't even like champagne, really, bitch, because you just cried for two episodes about a bottle of fucking champagne you've saved for a year. Like she calm brought down. it from Des Moines. Crazy. Uh, also, she's like 27. Like grow up. I know she's one of the older ones, and I don't mean to use the term old, but I just mean like. A lot of them are like 23 to 25. I'm even more upset about how she is arguing than what she's arguing about. And I think that's saying something because what she's arguing about is pretty friggin' stupid. Do you, okay, do you guys think Hannah Ann knew? I believe your guys' take that there was some producer orchestrating. And I think that Hannah knew probably that something was up. But... I really don't think she knew exactly that it was Kelsey's and that it came from Des Moines. That it was like it was like the thing that was sitting on her counter for over. Yeah, I don't think she knew the deets, but I do. I I, I don't buy that it was completely innocent. Also, is champagne like wine? Like, does it stay that long? I don't know. Like, it's bubbly, right? I don't um, <laughs> you could probably keep it closed. You know, it ages, right? I don't know. It's a mess with the temperature. So if you have it in the fridge, leave it in the fridge till you drink it. Or till if you, you have it out the of the fridge, don't okay. don't put it in and out and like adjust the temperature that much. Got it. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's also like so, <laughs> so many like weird like like Hannah Ann tried to say fiasco. I know. And, and she there said was another fiasco. one too. Okay. I Lingery. don't know the girls. I don't know the girls. It was Lingery. Yes. The girls got my friend Amber texted me. She started watching it before I did. She was like, are you watching right now? And I was like, no, I'm going to watch it tomorrow. But please like live tweet me, like text me as you go. And of she course. goes, a girl just pronounced lingerie. Lingery. And I was like, wow, this is the best show. I'm like scared some of them don't know how to read. Well, it's it's so embarrassing <laughs> that like you in that situation too, you're here. You must hear the word lingerie. You've got to make that connection, right? Like if it's a word that you don't, that you're mispronouncing. Right. You like you weren't hearing it all the time. Like, I even right. saw these girls wearing lingerie and I bet a lot of them were like, wow, lingerie. <laughs> and then she went into her talking head and was like, we got the best lingerie. <laughs> I almost give the pass on Finasco because right. I've been in that situation yeah. where I'm like emotional. I'm talking and You're I like to, yeah. say the word wrong. But ling- lingerie was tough I'm like, for You're me. a slut. You know the word lingerie. Like, <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> We, if you weren't a slut, you you either have to be a slut or you have to be the Virgin Mary to be the one for You're Peter. You're not from fucking Amish country. Like, you've been in a Victoria's Secret. You know the word lingerie. You're not reading off a prompter. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's strange that she's repeating. Just to, She's not reading it off a prompter. She's just she's talking. She's just talking. That is crazy. What did you guys think of this date? The pillow fighting date? Yeah. yeah I, I got a real kick out of it. Uh, first of all, I just wanted to give a shout out to Tammy. Who I am, I, just as my spirit animal. First of all, homegirl is an actual house flipper. She has like a real fucking job. I and, know. And, and I was, she just seems like very badass to me. And then she gets into this pillow talking, pillow talking, pillow fighting. <laughs> Wait, pillow guys, talk. sorry. Just got to plug a quick viral video that Taylor's been in called "Pillow Talking with Little Dicky." Okay, keep going. Oh Look it God. up. Look it up. Wasn't on purpose. <laughs> but uh, wow, that's such a Freudian slip. But I, she was like, I am. Gonna destroy them and then gets disqualified for like being too harsh. Well, and I think that that's so funny. And I low key pictured that being Alyssa too. She was, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. Well, she was the one, she 
Okay, in her bio, she talks about how she wanted to be on the boys' wrestling team in high school, and they wouldn't let her. So she showed up to practice every day and like beat the guys up. So they let her. She went to Syracuse, right? And oh. it's like, you know, Mike and I are sitting at home just like, Tammy, pull back. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, she's the girl who's like, ha, 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 I can hang out with the guys and like socks them in the nuts and is like, isn't this fun? And it's like, no, nobody yes. likes this person. The moment I didn't like was when she was like talking to Peter and she's like, oh, I'm so afraid you thought I was going to be a bro. And I'm like, oh, it's oh, like the time. Yeah. I like hate that. I also want to say, so Demi planned this date, right? And then on Colton season, remember Demi? got like punched in the face a bunch of times and she was like she, mad about how it was unfair wait, you're right she had like a really tough day that was actually that was a weird Thailand. yeah they were, like teaching each other like actual real like actual Muay Thai fighting, fighting and, and she that was got, like, like a weird day like even Colton was like I don't know about Demi anymore she's like sad that she got punched he also was like sad. the date made him feel sad like at yeah. the end he was like can we stop because it was the girls like actually physically yeah. harming one another and like he was just standing there Pillows, watching like yes, this was fair. weird because Peter was watching and it was very it was a lot more sexual like Peter definitely had violent, a boner weird, but yeah he was definitely sure. turned on by it, it was they're they in there lingering they're hitting each other with pillows <laughs> And in Thailand with Colton, it was like just like their knuckles, and it was like bite each other till you bleed, and everybody was very weirded out. The poor girl that had to wear the ones. Yeah, what the hell? She had like a moo moo. Honestly, I thought it was cute, and I would wear it. I also thought it was cute over the bras. Here's what I here's what I thought about it. I thought that if it was the right person, I don't even recall who got it. Like I don't know that I even recall her name. I'm like trying to look back if I even wrote it down. But who got the moo moo? Yeah, it was Savannah. Savannah, maybe. Maybe. If it was the right girl, it could have totally been pulled off. Like you know, like I'd just be like, oh, I'm the one in the onesie, and like. Your confidence in your onesie makes you sexier than the girls in Lingerie. Yeah, it's, it's a chance to shine. It's, it's a, chance a chance to, to shine. shine, and I don't think she she rose. No, because we don't even remember her name. No. I just remember going, oh, she's pretty and blonde, but she's not Victoria P. They're all I'm, pretty and blonde. I'm, they're all pretty and blonde. I never, I have a really tough time remembering their names at this stage. I Alex always, is the best at it. I wish that we had it's her It's such here. a skill. It's yeah. such a real skill. My friend Lainey is like that. She's like, oh, which one? After the very first limo episode, she'll yeah. be, she'll rattle them all off. Their last names, their jobs. Their yeah. It's, Alex is very good. Alex is like one of the people who like wouldn't have to study that hard, but got like straight A's. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's like, paying off now mm-hmm. with the batch in the most important way the most <laughs> academic adult thing I could think of is remembering all the girls names I do think it's funny that we get Fred Willard as a commentator I mean every like, season every I don't season even remember we get him and started. it's such a gift he did like a dog show on Colton season at the Grove and he's so funny and I'm like what are you doing here I just, wait I don't is know he why. okay is he gonna die yeah he looks like he's gonna die he's very old he's fragile mm. for sure and I maybe this was like a bucket list thing. <laughs> been on the bachelor I don't know I mean oh gosh I hope everything can we okay. also just say I know I think that Peter looked so hot in the white Henley on this date Peter's stylist is really, really good. He's, I agree. He's, he looks great in a bomber. He's in them a mm-hmm. lot. He has a very good stylist, I which agree. I don't typically notice like the men's stylist. I think I'm just noticing because I think he's significantly hotter this season than him, him last season. Yeah. And I noticed like that shirt and I was himself. like, ooh. 
I have to order one of these. It is cute. <laughs> You're ordering one. Of I would order one for my boyfriend. I, was like, I would dress him and be like, now you look like the bachelor. I was like, I want to look like on a one on one date line dancing. Uh. <laughs> um, all right. I think it's time, guys. I think it's time to talk about Sydney. Okay, so (laughs) the first sign I knew something was wrong was when they were showing Aliyah with all the other girls eating in the kitchen because we never see them eating. Yeah, we never see in the kitchen. They're just like eating straight out of the avocado skin. And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) just like spooning it into the rock. It's okay. Like just. Oh, also, by the way, for some reason, Mike looked up Sydney's Instagram and she has that she's like a size two on her Instagram, which I think is very strange. I, she's like everything I'm wearing size two, which I'm like I guess if you're like a a fashion blogger maybe that's helpful but no, it's a weird thing to say I think it is weird and I think it's typically more like small medium large right, right? I don't know or you could do per outfit like hey like this is the size that I'm wearing of this outfit right, not right. just overall like size right, two. not just Here's like my in your bio like, 34 20 whatever the like baby got back measurements are um <laughs> yeah no but I was like okay something's about to happen because we never get to see them just hanging in the kitchen you know and that was the, her first sign of being like I'm a nasty girl and you guys don't know or whatever and I was like all right Eliza Eliza's about to like fuck up somehow right like we know we're we're prepping her to like hate her yeah. sorry no yeah. <laughs> I was just <laughs> she also just seems like she could be like Belle at Disneyland to me you know True. she's I also such just a Disney thought as, it, as the ball started rolling I was like I was watching this episode so fiercely and paying so much attention and Go then ahead. all this drama started to happen and I was like I, did I miss something? Was there some sort of incident? Because coming you off did of not, champagne game, I didn't. You did not miss anything. Just annoying. Yes. Right? Like I was, I was trying to figure it out. I was like, oh, Sydney and some of the other girls find Alaya annoying, which makes sense. There's a lot of girls in the house. Statistically speaking, you're going to be annoyed by each other. But it seemed to escalate so quickly yeah. for an issue that didn't really have any substance. Like kind of. So at first, I was like, Sydney, just live with it you don't you're not gonna right. like everybody you think this girl is annoying like stick it out for a little bit right like Elias just annoying the only thing that anyone can stand on is that they don't want to be her friend yeah, Which, yeah. Like, that's fine neither do I but like right. yes there's no there was nothing Sydney asking her if she has a job I loved it <laughs> That's my internal monologue for everyone. How did you get here? You know? And then she replies like, yeah, I've got three. But she, okay, to Sydney's point, very quickly responded with like, yes, I have three jobs. Like, it was instant. Like, she like smiled and she knew that she had to tell someone she had three jobs. here's the other thing too. Like, she, I mean, look. I'm not on really anyone. I agree with you guys that it's sort of a nothing burger. Maybe we'll get something next week. I do think like what's her face, Victoria revealing the things she revealed later about the whole like asking not to say that they know each other. I don't get that whole thing. It seems like there's something we don't really understand like in the background. Just just to input here. This is Alex's take. Like she is like hashtag justice for Alaya. And she she thinks that the don't tell producers that we know each other was about not wanting to have a Kaylin Hannah B I agree. scenario. Interesting. Um, but what I was gonna say is Sorry, that I cut you no, off. that's okay. Oh my God. Um 
that Aliyah initially was like, hey, like, is everything okay? Like, it seems like you don't really like me. And then that prompted Sydney to be like, yeah, I think you're fake, you know? So I'm like, it's not like she went out of her way to be a bitch to her. Right. I think that it was fine when they were having the conversations on their own, but to go to Peter was yeah. weird. Well, doesn't going to Peter imply my, my bigger issue with it is I think uh, the girls are allowed to think Aliyah is annoying. They're allowed to think that the way she's talking is put on and that she seems to be in character, but no one has really any argument for her. In fact, other than Victoria, perhaps, uh, right. lying or being dishonest about who she is. Like Sydney says to her, well, it must be hard for you to be genuine because you're so used to being in pageants. And it's like, no, you can accuse her of <laughs> talking, you know, in a voice that's a higher octave or try or smiling too much. But I like I bet she really does have those three jobs. She wasn't lying about <laughs> her like, you know, facts. She's just like yeah. putting airs on. Sydney almost went into that conversation to collect data to bring back to Peter. Like she was like, do you have a job? <laughs> yeah. Do what do you want out of this? Do you find it difficult to switch on and off between pageant? Do you like she yeah. went into it? So she had. Ammo. I will also say, you know, who else is in pageants? Hannah B. Hannah B. I know. Well, okay, pageants are like, it's like the new Show Me Your Moo Moo girl. Like, for so long, we're pulling all the girls from Show Me Your Moo Moo, and then now we're pulling all these girls from Miss USA, Miss America, you know? Like, so it, you know, we're just, we have a lot of them there that also, that are not also, like, getting questioned this way. I think the yeah. problem is, is Aliyah is just really kind of an she's unlikable just person. annoying like she's just annoying and I don't but I think that you can you can call her that you could say I don't want to be your friend and you could say like honestly I think you're annoying you kind of like put on this whole attitude when the cameras are around and it's like too much but I don't think you can entirely say she's dishonest like right this is just the way she is we all code switch a little bit yeah. Right? Like, I'm sure all of us would change a little bit if in front the of the ca- cameras. Yes. And if the cameras were on me, I would 100% yeah, milk it. I would it. be really freaking different. But I think I would still <laughs> tell the truth. Like, I would right. still be myself, but maybe just that, like I would. You you lead with a different uh, attitude. And so, I don't know. It's just tough for me. I do. I'm a little bit justice for Aliyah, too. It's mm. silly because it's kind of like Champagne Gate where I'm rooting for Hannah Ann, even though I think she sucks. Because I don't think Hannah Ann did something that wrong. And now I'm like sort of rooting for Aliyah, but also agree that she's annoying. Right. Wait, I have a question for you, Taylor. And this is like completely without evidence from the show. But so, Taylor, you grew up doing musical theater. Yeah. And in my mind, there if we're going to like group people into types of like musical theater girls, there's girls who are like always the lead. Um, Mm, mm, And then mm. there's girls who are always like the funny part, which are like the girls that I'm friends with. You know, mm. and Alaya seems like the girl that was always the lead. Yes. She's like the ingenue. Yeah. yeah. She's like always the Sarah and guys and dolls and never the Adelaide. Yeah. Um, which <laughs> yeah. is like obviously a more kind of boring, but still like skillful thing that you have to be like a really high pristine soprano. Um, but you don't have that much of a sense of humor. But uh, yeah, I think there's maybe a little bit of that that I am kind of I feel a little bit protective of that part of me I'm now just speaking in gibberish (laughs) but you've said that you have been like the grandma in a play or whatever or like I am always the character uh, asterisk I'm always the character actor for sure but I think that there is I've also seen like then going to like musical theater college and stuff that there is something when you are 
and I bet this is kind of how it is in pageants, like once you start auditioning and you have to become pretty polished and you also do have to present yourself in a certain way and as a girl you've got to be kind of put together and pretty and like then you have to walk into an audition and always be smiling and be the girl people wants to work with. Uh, so I, I have some sympathy for like wanting to put that on mm. and wanting to be, and you know how some people, I think that like the three of us are like more probably a little bit older and relaxed and have a more stronger sense of self and don't feel the need to be so extra. And like Aliyah is just being extra. Cause I think she yeah. feels the need to be that. And Sydney is annoyed by it and that's fair, but to go to Peter and be like, She's being dishonest. She's lying to you, a la a way Jed was lying. Like, Jed was lying. He had right. a girlfriend. It was he not was, Jed. Like, he was on a pile of lies. I think Aliyah Al- 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 is not lying. I will also say, like, when you first start dating somebody, you want to have, like, a sexy, like, cute persona of yourself. 100%. You know? It's so true. It's like you, it's like almost this, like, I turn, like, my faults into something so cute. Yes. And yeah. I relate to this. I relate to this that phenomena more than I do the girls who immediately start complaining to Peter so if I was if I had to be one because let's face it I probably wouldn't keep my cool if I was in the house I think like I I don't even think I'm emotionally stable enough to like just even give myself that false hope like oh I would play it cool I wouldn't but I think that I would go to being one of the girls who um, is a big smiler and a big denier and like everything is fine I just want to like have my time with you and like grabs her hand and it's like how are you feeling I think I would lean on the Elias side more than I would some of the girls who sit down and they're like listen the house sucks and I want to tell you what's going on like you know they it's like that other end of the spectrum. right like I'm freaking out I do think that this was actually the first time in bachelor history where like the snitch if you will Sydney yeah. got the rose for snitching yeah, weren't you guys surprised I was shocked this was the first time that I really I still don't know how I really feel about how Peter made her say in front of everybody who she was talking about. In some regard, I get it because like we were saying earlier, he's like so scared about what happened to like Hannah B happening to him. So he's just like, I want to get this all out. Sydney thinks somebody is like disingenuous. I want her to say it out loud. And I'm going to talk to every single one of you. If you think the same thing. And for the most part, the girls with the exception of Victoria P did just say like, yeah, she's like annoying. Like she puts it on for the cameras, but like whatever. I wasn't gonna tell you that. <laughs> it's not about what I think of her. It's about what you think of her. Right, like. right. It was. It was so weird. I don't know. I like don't know what how I feel about him doing that. What do you think of Peter being like? You have to understand how you wanting to hide things from producers like looks to me I mean you know like I don't really know why he was so affected by I mean that. it is true to me I kind of get it like as soon as Victoria P said that I was like whoa but yeah. then it's like once I was able to take a step back and it's like okay she's like really young and like doesn't want to like become Kaylin who was like actually made into a villain you know mm. like I I do kind of get that side of it too but I like yeah I, I don't I mean, I do like if you hear that anyone is keeping a secret purposefully, yeah. that's like a little scary. But she owned up to it right away. Yeah. And it's like I, I just feel like she did what she had to do to get on the show. There's like th- literally thousands of applicants. And then she 
admitted it and was and even Victoria said they had only hung out for three hours. So but then she did say that like me and Victoria know each other very well. Yeah, I don't know. So then who's lying? Is Victoria the liar? Although I have to say like there's definitely been people in my life where I've been like, oh, my God, they're like my best friend. And then they were like saying to other people like, oh, yeah, we've like met a few times. I could see that, especially in the pageant (laughs) world as we've gotten like kind of a lens into of, of like, oh, if you've been in a pageant together, how well do you know each other? Did you just see each other backstage a couple times or did you yeah. share a room or did you sit next to each other at a lunch? Like- I once I was like in this business fraternity and there was this girl um, who like when we were pledging together, I was like, oh, my God, she's like my best friend in the pledge class, best friend. And then like as we became we were brothers, we were like initiated as brothers. And like I would be like, oh, my God, Kate, her name's Kate. I would be like, Kate's my best friend. Kate's my best friend. And then like this one guy once was like, I literally have never seen the two of you together. Like, is she actually your best friend? I'm like, oh, I guess she's like not actually my best friend. She just like was during this three month period of pledging. So like maybe it was something like that. Yeah. And I think they were clearly not on the same page. Yeah. Right? Like I agree with you. It was something like that where they were in a unique situation and they're not actually probably, I think that there is a case to be made if they think, a, it puts either of them at risk for being cast if they're both in the final rounds of interviews and one of them is like, listen, I think if they find out that we know each other, they're just going to pick one. So why don't we keep well, our mouth shut? Or, or they're going to like, yeah, they're going to put us together. Really, yeah. I, that holds a lot of water for me because I, they really loved pitting uh, Caitlin and Hannah, Caitlin and Hannah against each other last year. And there obviously was some issues that, so I don't think it was totally manufactured. Right. But I could see being a pageant girl in the final rounds of interviews and being like, oh, I don't, I don't, do not want to be in that yeah. spot. Because I think also, like, we've seen pageants are like, pageants are a big deal. Like, it's like what they worked on their whole lives, too. And I think that they, I can understand them not wanting it to be diminished to this like small yeah, little petty exactly. drama I thing. Think that there, yeah, there must be. I was wondering about this. My mom did pageants. She was a pageant oh. queen, and she was Miss Congeniality in every pageant she competed oh in. My Isn't God. that fucking crazy? That's, that I had that no idea that was crazy. a real title. Yeah, wow, guys, it was my bot mitzvah centerpiece. I didn't even know. <laughs> yes, Miss Congeniality is a real thing. Such so, a like, good film. Women across the board just like loved my mom, um, and she also. Wow. I would be remiss not to say that she also competed very well uh but she was always Miss Congeniality and I think that there was um it's it's a very like insular community obviously where to there's so many people that are involved in it and it means so much to them and they know so much more about it and then from but from the outside it might seem like not that big of a deal or like people don't fully get it right there's a lot of judgment so I wonder if there is some sort of um judgment in the pageant world about girls who then apply to the bachelor because I do think the bachelor like kind of diminishes like how um, at least certain pageants. I can't speak to all of them. But, like, someone who just won either Miss USA or Miss Universe won when her talent was, like, a science experiment. Right. And she has, like, two PhDs and is, like, just a freaking yeah. genius. Like, a lot of them as that are more prestigious, like, scholarship programs have, like, killer intelligent women. Right. They don't want it to be like, oh, I packed a yeah. suitcase. Yeah, and then in or, the show, yeah. it's, it, people, I mean, everybody on the show comes off as, like, an unemployed beautiful girl so I think there might be what you're saying some sort of protection that comes from uh these girls who come from the pageant world where they don't want to talk about it except for Alaya she's like sorry I'm just a pageant girl and yeah it's like, she does like talking about Listen, you are not representing yes. the group overall do I want to like be her would I tell everyone she's my best friend <laughs> probably not <laughs> but yeah there was nothing that like 
prompted that response from Sydney. And it's so it was so crazy to me that Peter like appreciated it. I think all the other girls, too, are like, oh, good. This is an opportunity for us to just throw someone under the bus that we don't care about. And it doesn't have to be me this week. You know what wow, I mean? Wow. That's such a, and they, mm. they didn't have to be the per- like Lexi. Like, uh, all right. At least I don't have to be the person that like came yeah. to you like you came to me. Mm. That's such a good point. Something that was annoying to me about this pool party is that no one was in the pool. It was the saddest pool party in the world. They just sat around and they were all in shorts. Like it looked hot. Speaking of though, it was, did you notice that um, Sydney was carrying around her rose? (laughs) It was so funny. They were all just like lying, taking, and they were in different like tableaus of people lying by the pool. And Sydney got her rose at the group date the night before and at one point, Aliyah was like, can I talk to you? And she was like, yeah, for sure. And like got up from her lounge chair and picked up her rose and like trotted behind her. And I was like, what, why are you bringing your rose around? It's so weird. Yeah. Uh, I don't necessarily understand why they had to take away a rose at the rose ceremony. Yeah. Also didn't Like why couldn't he me. just like give it to some other girl who seemed cool? Yeah. Uh, cool like enough the just the fucking to fucking bikini waxer. Yeah. I wanted her to Big stay. Loss. Big loss. Yes. There. I mean just keep her around for fun. Like you're yeah. going to have some fun combos. Yeah, at the end when Eli was like I well I guess I'll always wonder if that rose was for me. I was like, well the rose was for somebody and yeah. now it's not. Yeah. Like, what a weird arbitrary way to handle that problem. He's like, I don't know if I should keep this one girl. Maybe Peter like, was just like get rid of an extra Maybe one? Peter was like, can you just like do something? Like I know I'm going to pick my Kenna, which is what I call her because her I name's love that you weird. Kenna. <laughs> my Kenna during this rose ceremony. Her, face. her mouth was wide open. I was living for she it. Looked she looked like was she was just watching had a horror furrowed film. brow and her mouth a gape. It was cuckoo bananas to me. She was like, I'm so never, at the whole thing. I've never, ever, ever. It's like they were in the middle of a fight or something. Yeah, like yeah. That it's was like she was so <laughs> incredulous about the whole thing. She just like couldn't believe it. And it was like, girl, this is just a rose ceremony. It's like the third one. Calm down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I lived for it. I loved it. I think she's I think she's great TV. I really fought back and forth with her because there's sometimes where I'm just like, who are you? <laughs> Like I, I made the opposite. I felt like maybe she was like trying to become the demi, but then like this week, I'm like, I don't know that I feel that way anymore. Like maybe she's just like Canadian, and I like don't get it. I don't know. I don't like. There's not a lot about her personality that we know yet, except for that she's pretty and like she's kind of a cool girl. Also, oh by the way, there was like a major queen bee circle. Like at one point, yes. it was like who was it? Hannah Wait. Ann, Mike, oh, Hannah, yeah. and Alaya. Yeah, yeah very mean pool. girls. Like very Regina and uh, uh, Gretchen Wieners. Yeah. You that's know. so true. I was I, like, I'm fucking frightened. <laughs> like, yeah, that don't is. Don't go over there, everyone and else. In their bikinis. Yeah. Like them in their bikinis with their crazy bodies. And they were just like, yes, anding each other. And I was like, this I, is dark. I love when we start to see like groups of friends form. Mm-hmm. Yes. So fun. Yes. Yeah. I wonder who Madison's friends with. I don't know. Probably just Peter. Like, yeah, Peter's mom. <laughs> she's with she's, Peter's mom. She's, she's just, just like texting. She just like sits like on a beanbag chair in the house and like looks at that framed photo he gave her and it's just like, yay. No, she's just putting up shots in the back by herself. I want to see her play more fucking basketball. Well, do you guys know the controversy with her? Which is like, yes, the, the Instagram <laughs> commenting thing. I think that was surprising coming from her, right? I Did think you, it's truly hilarious. And you guys <laughs> talked about how, um, uh, 
for post Champagne Gate, Hannah Ann is commenting on Kelsey's Instagram and stuff yeah. like that, right? Like, it is interesting out. to look at the current Instagram politics after the show and see like who's friends, who's not. That yeah. is true, Mean Girl shit, though. Being like, you know, well, love you so much, girl. Yeah. Being like, no, you fucking tried to ruin my life. Like, what? <laughs> Don't comment on my shit because now I have to act like I'm, we're friends. It really is smart to like leave that paper trail, though, because it's like that's the only like concrete information that we can have. Is it's like, of course I must like, I, of course I like you. I comment how pretty you are, like on everything that you mm-hmm. post, or I comment how like sweet and genuine you are, but. Madison, for those who don't know, Madison created a Finsta account and so she could like comment on like Bachelor content about her and could be like, wow, like Madison, you're like such a sweet person. And then she got caught because she forgot to log into her Finsta account and she commented on her own photo (laughs) saying, wow, great date, Madison. You are so genuine. You are so genuine. The irony in that is amazing. You are so genuine from your fake account. I will say I have some sympathy for her now that we are running the table flipping podcast because like three times now I've uploaded to the wrong account. (laughs) I, I really truly have been like, I've like been on the table flipping one and just like posted like pictures of my food and I'm like, oh no, 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 no. And then I'll just the exact opposite so I do have a little bit of, of sympathy it's just for her. funny that she was like trying to like spread that also she doesn't need that PR right like her whole image is just that but she's you like, don't know so you don't know what edit you're gonna get you never know I could also see someone telling her to do that and her yeah, just being like oh so this true. is just what bachelor contestants do or yeah, whatever this is how you get it really started I don't know it would have been better maybe if she had just come out and been like yeah Hannah G told me this is what I should do <laughs> you know what G, I mean? that would be um i like it's like so not memorable to me like who even left but who we have left kelsey hannah and natasha who i'm like loving i love natasha she's like always wearing hats like she's great lexi madison cheyenne kelly kiara tammy savannah deandra mike kenna and then victoria f Mm. and victoria p and sydney who left I don't know. Okay. So Alaya, um, and then beautiful bikini waxer. Oh, and Sarah. Sarah. Sarah was the girl who like she's getting like a, a lot of people are like, talking about her on Twitter because she's like so hot. Oh, she got destroyed in the pillow fights. Mm. Like she kept getting hit in the back and she just like kept getting whacked and who whacked. Who's the beautiful redhead? Lexi. Lexi. She's Lexi looks different in like every yes. shade of di- she's light. She's the one that was like, listen, I wasn't going to say anything, but since you asked, yeah, she's annoying. The first time I was like, <laughs> fucking femme fatale. Amazing. Beautiful. The next day I was like, oh God, is she okay? Does She was does wearing she- straps. Yes. yes. Yeah. Like a blue, a blue st- supposedly strapless dress. Yeah. And then you got closer and you were like, Girl, are you wearing clear straps on she national television? She also wore a ripped up flannel. Yes, what was that? She but wore the Lex- buttons at the straps. <laughs> Mike was like, wait a second. If Mike mo- notices something's crazy with a wardrobe, like it's really crazy with a wardrobe. He was like, go back. Is that, is that a <laughs> plaid shirt? Like, I've actually, do you, think, do you think it's refreshing to see someone a little fashionably sloppy though? Yes, Like 100%. all of these girls are so incredibly polished. Oh, my favorite it's like thing kind is- of fun to see someone when you're like, oh, that's, crazy my favorite thing is when they're wearing glasses i just love it yes it's, it's victoria p who she has keeps the glasses, doing it right? but then there's it's like so, there's someone else around that like has to throw them on too but i can't recall who it is but it's it does i like it 
I like the glasses because I, I wear I wear glasses. Yeah, I wear yeah. glasses full time. <laughs> And it was like a decision that I made. Like it was like yeah. a moment in my life where I was like, my co- I like I'm getting eye infections from my contacts. I've tried oh, no. so many. Yeah, it was like insane. I tried so many different things like dailies, all this stuff. I was getting infections. And then like once I started working, like contacts were just falling out of my eyes because yep. my eyes were I so dry. Really? Yeah. yeah. So literally on the way here, my co- I almost blinked out my contact. In the yes. Bar. Yeah. And I'm there, like, I've always, I have ass. astigmatism in like both eyes. Like it's always been such an issue for me that I'm like, you know what? I'm just committing and like wearing glasses on like my wedding day was like kind of a thing too. Like my mom was like, are you positive? (laughs) And I got like special wedding glasses and all that stuff. I want to see. Yeah. (laughs) Guys, I have to say, so I wear contacts specifically to play basketball in and I have been scared for two weeks that I didn't take my left contact out during my game and And I like what happens if you leave it in there but Mike's dad is a a, like an eye doctor so he's coming this weekend so I'm gonna ask him if it's in there I (laughs) happened to me once on a school trip okay so I it was in middle school (laughs) I just been prescribed contacts and I I was like oh my god I can't get this contact out of my eye I had maybe been wearing them for like eight days I couldn't get this contact out. I was freaking out. It was an out-of-town trip. The chaperones had to come in, and I literally laid on the floor. They had a flashlight and were, like, putting their fingers all over my eye. And my friend Kelly goes into the bathroom, and she was like, Taylor, both contacts are in this case. And I had to – yeah, I had taken it out, but I was so, like, freaked out and paranoid and skeeved out that I forgot taking one out, and I flipped a I, lid. I do <laughs> – flipped a lid. <laughs> I do – think you'd probably feel it i've had contacts stuck like in crevices and i was like yeah oh my gosh i really i should have done like a trigger warning this conversation right now this conversation (laughs) is actually alex's worst nightmare sorry alex she like hope you get well soon one time a contact was in the back of my eyeball bye she like can't hand she like people touching her eyes it is and yeah, like, it's like it, I totally get when people get freaked out. And now that I have contacts for so long, I was just in the middle of a conversation, just like be rubbing my eyeball and people like yeah. who don't know contacts and glasses issues are like, Ugh. it is a thing. And like, I do think and like if I was on The Bachelor, like I would just have to go. Could you I, like, I don't know. Like, I, could I actually step out of the limo and glasses? Like, I don't know. Well, how blind are you? You would be Becca. You would literally be Becca with a pixie cut. Yes. If you stepped out of the limo with glasses, you would I've change America. I would change America. Maybe that we should was, do it. Remember how groundbreaking that was? She was the it first was, girl in Bachelor history to have, like, hair up, like, closer to her I'd ears. be, like, the Zoe Dejanel of the Bachelor. But she also, like, didn't wear a bra for whole season. So, yeah. <laughs> And now no. she doesn't shave her legs. So I know. how far are you willing to go? I know. I know. I don't know. I, it would just like, I, I, I don't know. I think I would just feel so much more empowered if an, if a woman stepped out of the limo and glasses, like that would like yes, mean would a lot to me. I, I, yeah. I identify and love seeing Victoria P just wear them sometimes. Cause I wear mine in the morning and at night. Right. And like, like I like seeing her Peter. in the house. Yeah. 
But at the pool party, she had them, right? She was wearing her little glasses, and I was like, cute. How dumb is this? We're not allowed to fucking wear glasses. We're not allowed to have short hair. We're yeah. not allowed to, you know, whatever else. Whereas I'm like, sure if Peter stepped out in glasses, like, women around America would just pass out. Like, Look he's at so <laughs> smart. Look at him. It was smart <laughs> and hot, but somehow still sweet. Like, everything, it would only only make him glow up. Yeah. And we're like, sorry, I'm just we're like, little trolls in I'm our glasses. Like, I'm like, What's better, seeing The Bachelor? Sorry, I know I have like the tightest body you've ever seen in person, but I know I'm wearing glasses. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I know. Oh, guys, thank you so, so much for being here. Oh my gosh, thank you for having us. Such and a blast. Thank you for blowing my mind with this pregnancy thing that's going to keep me up I hope night. I know I hope like, everyone thinks about tea. it goes goes and researches it um everyone listen to table flipping podcast comes out every Thursday just wherever you get podcasts right yeah Spotify Stitcher Apple podcast anything else you guys would like to plug or you know discuss yeah Taylor I'm gonna plug for her she's a fucking lead actress in an FX series <gasps> called Dave oh my coming god coming out when March March 4th. March 4th? Yeah, Alyssa, I need to start giving her 10%. <laughs> <laughs> Homegirl just did the TCAs. And that's what we're going to end on. Because that's fucking fabulous. I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, you can find us again wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Hiya, I'm Hallie Labonte from Mega the Podcast. I'm a weekend producer at Twin Hills, a fictional mega church in Broad Ripple, Indiana. And I'm Gray Haas. I'm the youth pastor of our church's teen ministry called Climax. On every episode of Mega the Podcast, we improvise with a new guest comedian playing a different character from our community. Tune in and hear episodes with guests like Cecily Strong. How would you me off or whatever? Sorry, am I allowed to say that? I don't know. You know what? It's covered in the blood. Rory Scoville. Uh, Yeah, I said, hey, we could build houses or we could... uh, we could build our faith in Christ out on a golf course. Eliza Coop. The way I plow the snow yeah. is uh, I'm not doing it by any other guidance except from from God. And Scott adds it. Physics is the proof of God. Wow. Because it's perfect. Oh. Uh, well. Do you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. We couldn't think of physics. Right. Only he could think of physics. Isn't that right? We're on Campfire Media. Listen to Mega wherever you find podcasts. Campfire.